Welcome to the Good, the Bad, and the Podcast. My name is Micah. Hey, I'm Kelly. And I'm Charles. And today we have a special guest all the way from Georgia. Whoop, whoop. Hey, I'm Christopher. There's a there's a little bit of a delay because we're on live satellite apparently, <laughs> but um, but okay. Other than that, we we are good to go. So what's the what are we doing today? So well, just to kind of give everybody a heads up on what you're gonna hear uh, at the good at uh, this podcast, what we do is that we take a good movie, a bad movie, and an ugly movie from a certain genre of our choosing, and uh, we review it and we really dissect it and uh, talk about it. And today we are gonna be talking about. Uh, I'm gonna. I said last time robot, but I'm gonna be a, even more specific—a subgenre to the subgenre. Oh, if you could do that after the fact. <laughs> oh, I, I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna be doing good robots because there can be an evil robot subgenre too. I've decided this. Oh, okay. So we're doing good. This is why we're robot doing Terminator genre. Two, not Terminator One. Exactly. Very good. Very good. Mm. So uh, my good picks in no particular order that I gave last time were Terminator Two. Your good picks. Uh, just your, your overall picks. <laughs> Just my overall picks. Because you said you're good picks in no particular order. <laughs> they are good picks, if I, if I do say so. Okay, so. okay. Uh, point taken. Go ahead. Uh, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, uh, Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, and AI, Artificial Intelligence. So um, let's go ahead and uh, just roll with it. And uh, my bad pick, I'm sorry, not my bad pick, my ugly pick. You sound very confused. <laughs> Take a breather, take a breather. <laughs> My ugly pick, and I'm starting off with the most controversial one because I know this is going to raise a lot of eyebrows when I say this. My ugly pick is artificial intelligence. No, I, I knew you were going to do it because because I, how you define ugly. You think ugly movies are, yes, they have ugly a lot of movies, good. Ugly movies, they get a lot of critical acclaim, uh, but I think that they're, you know, complete turd fests, basically. <laughs> so this is, uh, this is part of the reason why I think Topher wanted to join us on this podcast. Um, feel free to chime in anytime, man. I mean, I know you, you're a huge Kubrick fan. I know you're, a, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I am, and that's, that's part of the reason I really like talking about this movie. But before we dive into that, let's acknowledge that apparently good robot movies have to have a subtitle, like... You know, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, AI, artificial... <laughs> well, AI, AI is, it's, they're spelling out the, you know, the abbreviation. Did you know, actually, oh. that they, they started making the movie and, they, and just calling it AI and people got confused that it was about A1 sauce, like a movie about A1 <laughs> sauce? <laughs> that so, seems like it right. can't be Okay. True. So anyway, let me, uh, let me tell a, you a real synopsis. Quick. A synopsis of uh, AI is that basically they live in this future world where... Um, Apparently, the ice caps have melted, which I'm going to argue is a completely moot point to the whole realm of the film. But they live in this uh, future world where artificial intelligence, they've created it, and it looks like human. It can uh, understand emotion, but it can't actually feel emotion. So what they do is they go out to set, a, uh, make an uh, artificial intelligence, what they call a mecha, uh, to love. And so they find a couple, and their names are uh, Monica and Henry. And they have a son in a cryogenic state. And they basically give them a son, a replacement son, uh, that is programmed to eventually love them. And then they love the son. And their real son, Martin, wakes up from a coma. And uh, sibling rivalry happens. And they have to dismiss uh, poor David, is his name, played by, played actually expertly, played really yeah. well he by Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, 
So, up to the point where they have to let David go, and I'm not really getting into spoiler territory because that's kind of the premise. Mm -hmm. Up to that point, I'm all for this movie. I think it's great. At that point, that's when I start really disliking this movie. And to kind of snowball it into what happens, uh, there are other characters introduced. Gigolo Joe is one of them, uh, where... David basically befriends him. They go through a series of adventures. They go into the city that Alex from Clockwork Orange has built. They, <laughs> it, that's all. I, it just looks like Clockwork Orange. If Clockwork yeah. Orange, if you could read his mind. Uh, and it's this Rouge City. They go there. They try to find answers. They go to the, the city of Manhattan that's halfway underwater, which, by the way, has to be an engineering nightmare waiting <laughs> to happen because Rust is going to eventually take over those buildings. And people are still living there. It's the future. It's the future, and it makes no sense. But then... Uh, you have no problem with the Mechas, but the cities. Well, I got a problem with that, too. So <laughs> he meets his maker, doesn't like what his maker has to say. Uh, he eventually ends up in the bottom of the ocean in his little helicopter submarine, praying to the Blue Fairy, and that's the end of the movie. It's not the end of the movie. Or is it? No. <laughs> no, it is not the end of the movie, because then we have to go in 2,000 years into the future, which obviously the writers never saw one episode of Cosmos, because the world can't change that much in 2,000 years. Anyway, the mechas, yeah. the mechas have evolved and advanced into this really um, incredible state. They've taken over the world, and they thaw out um, David. He's their only link to mankind somehow, but they were created by man. He's their only link to mankind, and uh, they say you can have one wish, whatever you want. He wishes for his mother back. And she is obliterated from existence. Credits roll. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, and I, got... I would rather be kicked in the nuts for about two and a half First of hours. All, that wasn't really a synopsis. That was okay, fine. But here's the... here's the thing. I think it's interesting that you say that you you hate it after the half because it being kind of first of all, people out there don't really may not know, but it's a Spielberg movie that was really a Kubrick film. Now. He wanted Spielberg to direct it. They had kind of talked back and forth, but Kubrick died before it was made. Um, but it's interesting that, you know, you said it's it's half of a movie you like, half of it you don't. Now, what Kubrick film could I think of? That come I on. like? Come on, Topher. What, what, what Kubrick it's film has a great first half? Answer, yes, right? yes it is. Full Metal Jacket, exactly. Full Metal Jacket is kind of like that, where they have this really horrible ending. In fact... A lot of people try to blame like Spielberg trying to figure out what Kubrick mm-hmm. would have wanted instead of making that a Spielberg Kubrick, movie. Yeah. But the ending was Kubrick. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe well, they're robots. They're, they're so aliens. My whole thing though is I think this movie suffers from being too much of a Kubrick movie at the same time that it's a Spielberg movie. And, and I say that to say that if you think of a Spielberg movie, you think of cute little Drew Barrymore playing with a rubber alien right no i, I think, of, a, think no, of no i think any jones or or, or a little girl in a red dress he makes he makes very like people-centric emotion kind of fun movies kubrick isn't known for making people-centric fun movies he's known for making movies about computers and death and <laughs> ultraviolence and all this stuff and mike, so mike my comment Topher, Topher, Micah has objection with me saying girl in little red dress. I was thinking of Schindler's List. That's an iconic scene. I just want to clarify that. What are your thoughts, Kelly? (laughs) My thoughts. Okay, well, I pretty much agree with your assessment. I actually, I, I, 
suspected based on your three choices that this might end up being your ugly movie. And during the first half, I was like, man, I, I, I'm Have really, I'm digging it, it. No, no, I hadn't seen any. Oh, wow. of the, I hadn't seen any of these three movies before, so th- this was my first time. So I'm, I'm sorry. Watching. Can you say that again? You hadn't seen any of these three movies? Terminator Two, none of them. No. Wow. Uh-uh. Go ahead. No, I hadn't seen any. Wow. Um, I know, crazy times. Um, but so I'm watching it, and I'm, I'm like really enjoying this. I mean, Haley Joel Osment, I thought was great. He still remains one of my favorite child actors that somehow pulled off a very wide range of emotions for a eight-year-old or however old he's supposed to be but um yeah you know for any of my lady friends out there i kind of liken the weird bizarre ending of this to the way that jj abrams ended the show felicity like show had a lot of good stuff going for it and then at the last three episodes it was like they just hired raving lunatics off the street to write the last it's like oh this was going pretty good let's just throw some dubious time travel in there and that's kind of how this was to me i'm like no so, Why? Okay, it was, so you were doing you, so good. Would you guys have rather it just ended at the bottom of the ocean? Just this bleak, well, you know, honestly, no, I, I, I saw it have. in the theaters, and a lot of people got up and were about to walk out, and then, yeah, you know, all of a sudden a, a spaceship shows up, and you go, oh, it's not over? Okay. So are they aliens, more. or are they robots? Are they like the evolution of... Okay, when I first, for the first, like, ten years that uh, this was around, I thought it was aliens, but then... After watching it, this... <clears throat> Don't they drive ram chips around? Aren't they, like, flying on giant ram? Yeah, they're just cubes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, they, um... Uh, I, I realize that it is their mecca, their uh, their mecca. Um, but let, let me kind of tell you real quick to wrap this up. The main reason why I'm so emphatic, why I don't like it, it's the same reason why... Remember in the first episode, we did Journey films. Mm-hmm. My Ugly was Into the Wild. The reason I didn't like mm-hmm. Into the Wild is because you did not have a likable... Or a relatable protagonist. For the first half, yes, you did. You're all about David. You're Team David. Uh-huh. And then for the second half, you hate the little guy because he keeps on denying help and denying love from everybody. From Gigolo Joe is trying to help him out. The nanny character, even though she dies, you know, she's trying to be a replacement mother for him. She turns her away. Uh, and then, most infuriating, Teddy. Mm-hmm. Is constantly trying to give him love, trying love to give Teddy. him family. I love Teddy. I do yeah. too. And I think and that was all Spielberg yeah. that made that one. And this little jerk keeps pushing him away. Which, by the way, let me say this one final thing: Does Teddy's voice sound like Hal from Space Odyssey? <laughs> it's the it's, the, it's the tone. It's right? a little yeah. creepy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. David, no, you'll break. David, yeah. no. Tofu, <laughs> you, you got anything you want to say about that movie? I think. Well, so. I think you're right. I think the ending is weird and the ending feels off. But again, if you think of this as being a Kubrick film, it fits in with his filmography, right? Like, think of the end of 2001. Nobody gets that. No one has any idea what's going on. But it's considered a brilliant film. And so it's, I feel like the problem was the film was running in two directions. Is it a Spielberg movie about a little kid or is it a Kubrick movie about robots? And was trying to be both at the same time, and maybe those two just don't mix well together. I, I don't know. And and but the the problem was that carried over more, not just like the emotion, but even just the execution. You know, like is this like I, I can't tell. Like the story doesn't fit either. Like there was something great about the metaphor, the Pinocchio metaphor thing, and it felt cool at first. But then you're like, yeah, it's too on the nose, especially at the end with the blue fairy and all that. I feel like this movie was trying to be so many things that it wasn't anything. 
I agree with that, Toker. Yeah. Um, it's the beginning was very serious and a little bit heartbreaking when you you I don't know you sort of knew that she was never really gonna love him the way that he wanted her to and then the the second half when they go to rouge city and all this and they're meeting all these crazy characters it just seemed like a much sillier tone than than the first half Mm -hmm. so i guess we all can kind of come to agree that the first half we love the second half that's when it just starts yeah i mean i don't hate the movie i mean i saw it in theaters i like it it's not my favorite spielberg movie by any means I think it fits good into the or fits well into the ugly category because there are, there were a lot of things I liked about it and right. then there were a lot of things that I did not enjoy. So, so much. Speaking of love, I, speaking I also of, don't remember it being critically acclaimed. Like I don't remember people loving it. I don't either. I remember people talking about it being like a jumbled mess. Like that's what I, I mean. That's what I remember all the reviews mm-hmm. for the movie being. But well, I agree. I think it's a it's a movie that I want to like. Let me ask you this. Anybody else, uh, is there an ugly pick that you would put over this for a good robot? Hmm. A good robot? Uh, well, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what's a really... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Off the top of my head, I haven't really thought about it. Was I, was, it? I was thinking... Uh, I wouldn't say ugly, but Bicentennial Man. I almost put that on there, mm-hmm. but yeah. Since uh, <laughs> we were talking about things that we have a love-hate relationship with, let me move on to my bad film, my bad pick. <laughs> oh, the segues, Micah. <laughs> which is Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> of course it is. Yes. Oh, man. So I, here's the thing about Transformers. Just to give a very... And I'll, I'll make this synopsis brief because uh, I, I'm not as yeah. emphatic about it. Yeah, but, you've got to tell the whole movie. <laughs> so... To give it uh, with Transformers, basically, they're robots in disguise. And uh, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) They're from space. Uh, They come down to protect Earth from another race of robots who are trying to destroy Earth for not really clear reasons. And, you know, it's just, you know, the thing with Transformers, I, I can't even really tell you a synopsis because... Of all four movies, I haven't seen the fourth movie, but I can tell you what it's about. It's just like the other three. No, no, it has the Dinobots. (laughs) Oh, it has the Dinobots. And it has Mark Wahlberg. Oh, well, yeah, of course, that makes the world of difference right there. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay, would you rather have Mark Wahlberg or Shia LaBeouf? Mark Wahlberg. Mm, Yeah, Mark Wahlberg is more of an action star. And it takes place in Texas. So I I had to say Revenge of the Fallen uh, out of all of them because... Uh, that's when I remember in the theater I saw Transformers the original Transformers I walked out I was like that was a pretty cool movie yeah you know robots fighting awesome and then I went and saw the second one kind of expecting the same thing and I got pretty much the exact same thing and I walked out no, going no no wow so no, it's, <laughs> so, not, it's not so this is what they're doing huh they're no, just making I, these... I love the first one I saw, I saw it twice in theaters I was like okay it is what it is but it's done really well the effects are really cool uh, cheesy human characters, so what? Uh-huh. The second one, man. It, first of all, the 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 uh, the shot of the, the the when that giant one and it has the two wrecking balls between its legs. <laughs> that that's where I, I almost threw of my I almost loves. threw my popcorn at the movie theater and walked out at the midnight showing. I was like, yeah. Are you serious, Michael Bay? Because yeah. some, someone had told me that was his shot in there, and I was like, No, they're not gonna do that. Well, and also and the one of the worst things. Yeah, the one of the worst things about the movie is the Wheelie and Skid characters. <laughs> oh, wow! I mean, how did Michael Bay not yeah. get 
fired for for that. Or, I mean, or they do the whole thing where there's like he, robots that can look exactly like humans now, like the one that tries to sleep with Sam. Yes. Like, what is that about? Why don't they all just do that? Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. Just disguise himself as the president. There is you that go. part of the original toy line or cartoon series? No. Uh, they probably they obviously just wanted to throw another foxy lady into the mix. Yeah. Well, I mean they like, did. But, this this explains it. But Let's... it's so bizarre. I mean, even the first shot of, like, Megan Fox, like, over the motorcycle is, like, ridiculous. Yeah. So well, it's like, you know, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, starring these random robots that you don't even know if they're good or bad, and Megan Fox's cleavage. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, yeah. <laughs> Those should have been the credits. I mean, that could have been, the, you know, the subtitle for the movie. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Revenge of the Fallen, but... <laughs> the shine of the cleavage. Yes. yes. But... But seriously, it's oh, like God, Megan Fox. it's like ah, I mean, it's just I don't understand what happens. I know they end up in the desert. I don't. It, none of it makes sense. It's it's so the way it's shot is so confusing. I don't even know who's fighting half the time. You know, I was exactly. like, it's like oh god. Yeah. Anyway, it's too much. I mean, in the end, it's just too much. Like it's sensory overload, and and sometimes that can be cool and fun and exciting, and sometimes it's sensory overload to the point that it's just I'm overloaded and I can't. I don't even get what's happening anymore. Like. This is just ridiculous now. I mean, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I actually, it's probably my least favorite out of all four of them. That's not saying much. I mean, two, three, and four, as I said last time, I didn't even know which one Revenge of the Fallen was. I think it's like Age of Extinction is the fourth one. What's mm-hmm. the fourth, what's the third one called? The only thing Dark I remember, of the Moon. That's right. The only thing I remember about the third one is that, that big battle in Chicago. Yeah. Which was actually pretty cool. And see, that's why it's my bad pick. That's honestly why it's my bad pick, because it's, it's you know, you can sit down uh, you know, be doing something else while it's in the background <laughs> yeah. and still enjoy it. You don't really have to pay attention to it, so mm-hmm. it's just fun. And I sat yeah. down to pay attention. I don't know what happened to it, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What does that mean? Yeah, the, I mean, the graphics were pretty cool, but in terms of story, it was like Land Before Time 8 million, where you, <laughs> you don't, like, it just didn't, I, no. No, it didn't do anything. It didn't do anything for me story-wise. All right. Is that uh, anything else? You got anyone you want to say anything? Topher? Anymore? I was just gonna say it just feels like a giant demo reel for the special for, for ILM. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like there's a story here. It's, it's, it's beautiful and it's what you know all that, but that's not all there is to it. Yeah. yeah. Let me just say, if you've got about 14 minutes to kill, there's a YouTuber named CinemaSins that does a great synopsis of he he does it for all of them, but of Revenge of the Fallen, uh, he basically goes through just the worst ridiculous parts of it and um i couldn't say it better myself than everything he has to say there (laughs) all right well you want to move on to your good pick yeah the good pick uh well does anybody else have a bad pick before we move on no not really no that was a pretty good choice i think (laughs) (laughs) so the good pick and uh i am on the other end of the spectrum uh than i was with ai about this one terminator 2 judgment day uh, if I was on a desert island and had to pick of three movies, this would be one of the three movies I would pick. Because I could watch this over and over and over again. Is that to say this is your top three movies of all time for you no. personally? Uh, no, 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 absolutely not. Like, as far as, like, the, the, the story and the quality and just the movie making of it, no, it's it's not. But is it an entertaining, well-put-together um, story? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would agree with that. See, I actually think it's extremely well made. I think it's, I think everything about it is pretty much perfect. I, I actually, I was thinking about this. I think it may be the best action film ever made. I would agree. With you. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. I mean, I haven't, 
action films are not necessarily my forte, but it's definitely up there with the ones that I've seen, for sure. I mean, they took everything that I didn't really like about the first Terminator and flipped it around. Like, you're talking about good Arnold Schwarzenegger versus the bad one. The first, and right. It, it makes him more of a... I, you know, I said it was a better character. And, you know, I think Topher and I reviewed this on the other podcast we used to do. Um, and we talked about that. It's like, he said it's not necessarily a great performance, but it's like perfect for Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Absolutely. Definitely. Well, and just to give people a, a, a quick uh, synopsis, um, if you're like Kelly and have never seen it, we're, I don't know, <laughs> asleep or in a coma in 1990s, yeah. uh, then basically it is the continuation of the story of uh, Sarah and John Connor. Sarah Connor is John Connor's mother, uh, where John Connor in this dystopian future leads the human resistance and uh, uh, the Terminators, the, the, the robots, the machines, send back somebody to kill him and the humans send back somebody encounter uh, to counter that attack. So in the first one, it's human. In the second one, they actually send back the same model that tried to kill him, tried to kill his mother before. And it's set uh, 12 years past the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, something like that. So, I mean, that's that's it in a nutshell, basically. And so it's basically Arnold Schwarzenegger and the best female heroine in all of film, which is Sarah Connor. All of film? All of film, the best female heroine. What about you? Wouldn't Actress. say wouldn't, you wouldn't say Ripley. No, no. And here's why I wouldn't say Ripley because um, they do have very similar beginnings. You know, they're just normal people, and they have to. But Ripley, I don't know. You, Ripley, she doesn't really have a reason other than surviving in the Aliens movies, and you know she has that girl too. But then in Aliens three, she. But Sarah Connor, she's protecting her son. She's has you know she's she's the the essence of uh, femininity, if that's a word, you know, mm-hmm. and she's protecting her son, but she's doing it in such an awesome way. Yeah. I mean, come on, that she, scene when she's doing pull-ups. I was just thinking of that. I yes. mean, that's just like Linda Hamilton. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> I know. She's, she's got she the bad ass. recently? I haven't seen anything. I, mm, no. Not that I know of, yeah. Absolutely, but uh, let's just... Interesting that Ripley, you know, James Cameron, Cameron was involved in both, Ripley and this one. Right, yeah, he kind of said both of those. And Rose from Titanic. Yeah. He's kind of the. <laughs> she she he's is going kind, on. He's oh. kind of the opposite, Michael Bay. I mean, really, because Michael Bay oh. like kind of makes women, you know, he they're objectifies not, women. Objectifies women. They have to get yes. in sexy poses. He yes. makes them like the main character. They 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 can. Oh wow! You know, yeah. that's really that's, good. Yeah, that's a good point. I that's like good. That. That's you, what I'm, that's you, what I'm here get, for. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's Charles, you're so on right now. That's what I thought Topher was here for, but. Oh, something else too. This is kind of, you know, again talking about casting and characters. I, I'm completely blanking right now on the name of the um, the villainous Terminator that comes back in this movie. Is that that actor's name? No, the uh, the actual guy's name. I forget. Robert Patrick. That yeah, maybe Robert the actor. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so he he's like he is just such a good villain. I he's I. Well, and the effects are amazing. Yeah. 1991. This movie was made in 1991, and you watch it today in 2014. It still holds up. It holds up. It's kind of like yeah. Topher and I were talking about this before, like with Jurassic Park. Like, um, you watch Jurassic Park and it still holds up, and uh, you, and it's like it's it's part of how they implement the effects. It's like they knew it's a twenty foot rule. It's a twenty foot rule. Yeah, they need to keep the camera far away from the effects. They don't put it right up in your face, and mm-hmm. I, and also they planned out every shot because they didn't really know how to do it. They just mm-hmm. they knew exactly what they wanted, knew how to shoot it, and 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 that's yeah. why. And they, and and in fact, like a lot of times when he was. When he was like a clone of people, 
they would get twins. Like, right. Like even the they cop, use that, practical that kind of big yeah. cop guard, the, or the, the, the cop at the beginning that like he puts folks to the eye. Mm-hmm. That was a twin, you know? Yeah. Um, even Linda, Linda Hamilton Linda Hamilton's a twin, twin. Yeah. That, that played her in this movie. So huh. there's a, there's a deleted scene, um, in the extended cut where they needed, they needed to like open up Arnold Schwarzenegger's head as a robot. So they had a mirror, a fake mirror, and they had the back of an animatronic. And Linda Hamilton and her sister played like the mirror <laughs> versions of each other to pull it off. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't so, realize perfect. that. It's really cool. That is really cool. Shot. I wish it had been the final cut of the movie. It's like, I, I always talk about that scene. It's like one of my favorites. So. Yeah, why did they delete it? Yeah. Well, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's really great in it. He is. I mean, yeah. he's not, he's not, everybody can agree he's not a great actor, but for this role, he's perfect. Except for, right. except for... You know, Topher, what do I uh, say uh, Schwarzenegger was nuanced in? The Batman and Robin. Yes. Of course. Mr. Freeze, absolutely. We can, all, <laughs> we can all agree that he was robbed that year. Best, of a oh, nomination. best one-liners oh, ever. And, uh, you know, even the even the kid uh, who was uh, played by Edward Furlong, uh, John Connor, he's really not that annoying. You know, uh, you know kids... All right. Well, he's not that he annoying to me. Annoying. Yeah. I wish he'd been back in uh, the third one. Yeah. Been, I guess he had a lot of drug issues. There was some reason they didn't want him in the third one. I don't remember. Yeah, but uh, I can't go on enough about how awesome because it's it's so brilliant the way they put it together. The story is they build this whole world that you you know you're excited. The tension through the whole thing. I still to this day have dreams that uh, you know somebody's chasing me and no matter what I do I can't get rid of them. I relate it to T1000. So anyway, and the also the ending of it, I mean, the ending of it gives me chills. Oh yeah, when he's the being way, lowered into the Yeah, well, yeah, he's being lowered, but then then it cuts to the dark road and it's um Sarah Connor the saying the future is uncertain and it ends on the dark road. How I, I just mean, got chills when you were just saying that. So, <laughs> yeah, it's my because the whole thing is about the future and the fact that they're ending on now we've made it where the future is uncertain. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know, there's another deleted scene that shows her in the future as an old woman. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, that's a way. horrible, cheesy oh. ending. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. all right. So, anything else, guys? No, I mean, unless you guys had a good pick uh, that you wanted to uh, uh, share with us. Topher, you got any good I picks? I don't. Well, I don't know that it qualifies as a good robot, as in like the robot itself is good. But Blade Runner, I think, should be in that category somewhere. That's if you're in the camp that uh, Deckard was a. Well, there's a uh, replicant. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna. I guess we'll see with the Blade Runner sequel coming out. Yeah. Although, although Ridley Scott <laughs> dropped out. Ridley Scott's not directing it anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. But Harrison Ford's involved, so uh-huh. this is the this is the year sequels for Harrison Ford upcoming. I guess. Um, hmm. I don't have a good. I was gonna say like Short Circuit, maybe. Okay. No, trust me. Yeah, no, that's not a fun movie. You're giving me a look like, are you serious? <laughs> no, I know, it's a fun movie. Uh, okay. I think the problem is that we have, other than like zombie movies, the only thing that scares us more as people is the idea that we're going to create our own destruction with robots. So it's hard <laughs> yeah. to think of like good robot movies. Well, you know, right. would, you, would you say iRobot was a good or an ugly movie? Because I'm on the fence no, about that. I would say that was bad because like that's the whole point, right? Because they all go crazy the first time. I mean, no, 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 but, but but in terms of quality, was in terms of quality though, was it was iRobot a good movie or an ugly movie? Oh, it was a, I'm sorry, I thought you meant it was a good robot. Yeah, no, see, robot. I like iRobot. I, I didn't like the movie at all, so that's just me. So I would, I mean, I wouldn't even put it in ugly. I would just, 
didn't care. He doesn't even so. talk about it. <laughs> well, all right. Okay. Well, we. It was it was fun, but I think it was a serious movie or is an action movie trying to play a serious movie. I liked it. But anyway, I do think we have to move on. So yeah. normally this is the point where Kelly would, would say her pick. Mm-hmm. But because it is the holiday season, mm-hmm. we're going to do something a little different here. We're actually going to... The next episode is going to be all be about Santa Claus movies. And instead of one person picking their three, we kind of collectively talked about it. Sorry, Topher, you weren't involved. <laughs> and here's what we came up with. Uh, again, in no particular order, it would be... Miracle on 34th Street, Santa Claus, do you want to say one more? No, no, no. And Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. <laughs> so. Well, that, hon, let's, let's, not the Santa Claus with an E at the end. It, it's it's There's Claus no Tim Allen. Nope. From 1959, made in Mexico. Made in Mexico. Yes. And that's all we got to say. About that. <laughs> all right. So that will be our next episode, guys. So thanks for listening. Um, subscribe. If you have a comment that you want to leave, maybe you have a good, bad, or ugly film that we didn't talk about. Maybe you're a huge uh, Kubrick fan and want to defend the heck out of AI. Go right ahead. Down at the bottom. And uh, thanks for listening. All right, thanks. Have a good one, guys.